Welcome to the Friends and Rivals podcast. Um, I thought the game in Pittsburgh was um, was good for the Rangers. They 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 kind of gelled a little bit of the team with Truba making a good clean hit. Even Billy said it was clean. But you know, I got to give it to the Penguins fans, Bill. They they were they were chanting Truba's name all Sunday, all Sunday, going true true every time he touched the puck. I thought that was very nice of all the Penguin fans. Let's talk Devils and Islanders. Let's talk Penguins and Rangers. But let's not talk about Flyers because they're a bunch of fucks, which no one can deny, which no one can deny. Don't try it till you've had it. This is episode 106 of the Frontals and Rivals podcast. I'm one of your hosts. Joining me each week are Steve. I don't think at this point we need last names anymore. Bill Fougere. I'm proud of my last name. I don't know what the fuck to say. So, of course. Yeah, go ahead. Be better than me. I am. Florida. Yeah, of course. You too. Awesome. <laughs> I mean, it's only been our intro for 105 episodes. Well, one yeah, so do now. we have to keep fucking doing it? Yeah. No. We change only have 30 you've people changed, listening to us You've changed up the week. intro since what, we started. What? Well, who's, the, who's that new person? We'll, we'll skip on the agenda. Who the hell is that in Pittsburgh? And how do you know her? Uh, first of all, the new listener, his name is Roger, and we want to welcome Roger aboard. Hello, Roger. Roger is, Roger is married to Rita. I went to grade school with Rita. Grade to... school and middle school. Wow. Rita. Lovely Rita. Meet One of the Rita. nicest people you will ever meet. Very funny. But. Could she take you take your know, spot? She met. Rude. She's a She's a Penguins fan. So that we would have two Penguins fans and no Devils fans. So no, she cannot take my spot. Why? So why? So she says she's very funny and very. I I mean, I'm just trying to figure out why would she know you in grade school? Why would she talk to you? Why would you stay in touch if she's so cool? (laughs) I don't. I don't get it. It's a fair question. Fair question. I was a nice guy back then. You were. Were is the operative word there. That's for goddamn sure. So you didn't go into school going, why is everybody using fucking last names? We know everybody's last fucking name already. <laughs> no, I, I didn't. I didn't really do that in school. No, correct. Oh, okay. Well, then I would have kept in touch with you too. Uh, God damn it, Roger. Welcome aboard. And re- you don't meet too many Ritas nowadays. No. Yeah, no. I love I her Italian ice. Maybe since, maybe since the, uh, yeah, since the Italian ice piece, nobody wants to, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't think I know a Rita. She may be the first Rita I have ever, well, I haven't met her, so. But now is Rita short for something, though? Is that, like, another name? that? No. No? Okay. If memory mm. serves me correctly, no, it is not. I can't okay. even think of a well, funny one right now. Thinking, I'm thinking back to first day of school <laughs> when they would use your real name for attendance, and I do not believe I ever remember a different uh, name so nobody's- shortened. The teacher didn't say Margarita is Margarita in the house? Margarita? No, it wasn't that. Marga, Marga. Margarita. Interesting. I, I I'm I'm pretty sure her name is not Margarita. Yeah. I'm 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 almost positive it's not Margarita. But was what was entertaining though was the this whole big big city greens. What was it, Nick? Big City yep. Greens is that what the Big name City of the Greens. cartoon? I've... So ESPN simulcast the the hockey game between the Caps and Rangers tonight, and they did it on Disney Channel to a 
animated version. They took all the stats, all the, you know, the speed of the puck, puck placement, uh, player tracking, all this stuff. And they put it in an animated form uh, and they with characters from the cartoon. And it was pretty fucking entertaining. I got to tell you. And I love that the NHL is trying to do something to get more kids involved and, and, and watching hockey on TV. Um, look, it, it's, it's another excuse for them to get ratings uh, in another demographic. And I think it's fucking awesome. Yeah. I watched about half a whole period of a game. I didn't want to watch and it was super entertaining. <laughs> and then I love how they even showed like uh, Kevin weeks and uh, whoever the announcer was in the they green were... room with, with all the, all the like, you know, um, the green screen, like black suit, uh, like with uh, all the little, you know, um, sensors all over yeah. it, standing in the middle of the room, like it's an empty room. But but when they show on the screen, they're just two animated people work talking, working, and they're just literally watching the game. They're watching the animated game and casting the animated game. So it's slightly delayed. Yeah. And you hear all this, all the sounds you hear are from the actual game. In the so you hear the crowd. Like go ah right before some big happens, but it was so cool because it was like literally the exact game. Just you know, some parts like get a little wonky when they're like they're in close and stuff, but like it was really neat to watch and perfect for kids. I mean, they did they, such they a trim- those two announcers, Kevin Weeks and yeah, the other guy I don't know his name. I'm sorry, but they did such a tremendous job on that broadcast. It was uh, yeah. it was quite remarkable, quite remarkable. So I, I really hope they do do more of those things. I mean, we were, we were talking, you know, the uh, the referee was probably our favorite part. Every time he came in, he was a chicken and he dropped the puck and then he would turn into a what? puff of a smoke uh, and then disappear. <laughs> um, but they had all like the um, the vapor trails with the, with the puck shooting, with the miles per hour behind the net on the ice. Um, they did a lot of things that they they really I don't know if they can or can't do in real life. Um, but it was just, it was just awesome. I don't think they could do the the puck tracking that worked on Fox for what a season or two, and that was that was kind of hokey. Drew Carter was the other announcer. That was his Drew name. Carter. He was fantastic. I give them a lot of props. That was it was excellent. The whole thing was excellent. I hope they do they do a lot more next year. I hope they do. They don't have any so. more scheduled for this year. It was just this this one trial thing, I'm assuming, right? Knowing the NHL, it's probably a one-off. You know, they'll probably never do it again. But they really should do this quite a bit. Um, or even so, they actually had the. I was reading was that the uh, voice actors actually did call-ins. So the, the and uh, during the show, so or during the uh, the whole thing, so they actually, you know, it wasn't just like. The, the two guys doing the, um, the the casting of the show of the of the game. It's also they had actual voice actors calling in and doing running a script. So I don't know if they could do that every time. Maybe they could do it, you know, more like frequently. But if it's if it if the Angel is smart and they just they realize how how good of a of a product that was. Um, but uh, yeah, I'll be interesting to see. I mean, they could. You're right though. They could do this with other shows if they. That would be a really smart thing to do. Like whole bunch and the, i think what was really neat was like they would put in we were talking about this before they put in different characters from the show as the players and they're like you know cricket gets a secondary assist on the, the goal which is really cool because you know like i'm not, not we don't care about that but like it was like the simpsons out there and like apu scored 
And then, you know, Hank Ariza was like, oh, I scored the goal. You know, I'll be like, you know, great. I'm sure we could cancel. Is it impressions with but... Nick already? Yeah, it is. Holy but, shit, you know. that was great. <laughs> um, devil, devil's advocate okay, here. come again. <laughs> <laughs> Why not do it on one of the Saturday afternoon broadcasts instead of a, a you know, a Tuesday I I couldn't agree with you more, but this, uh, I I don't know why they chose this particular game. That's it's a great question. Um, but they've been, they've been planning this for like a month. So they, they certainly had a lot of time to prep for this. And I think you're, they're going to have to do that. They have to have a lot of prep time in order for these games to get the scripts, right? So this was called the, the big green classic or something, big green city classic, right? So maybe they're only going to do it once a year. Oh, that would be, uh, that would be a disservice to kids and hockey fans. Yep. Cause it was great. It was, it was really fucking awesome. We, we, we don't typically sit here on this show and applaud the NHL for doing anything, but this one, this was a win for them and they need to, they need to do more of these and maybe they take it to different shows. Maybe they, they take it to, um, I don't even know. I don't, is there, I don't even know any other Disney cartoon shows anymore <laughs> that are actually on Disney and not on like Disney Junior. Says the guy who goes to Disney every. Week. Yeah, but that doesn't mean I watch the fucking cartoons on TV. If it's not Mickey Mouse cartoons, I'm not going to watch it or Donald Duck. But it was uh, it was fairly entertaining. A better idea than what was brought to our attention today by Steve about now you heard this on the jeff merrick show well this it was it's something the major league soccer is doing and then he said hey nhl this is a good idea so the idea was for the higher seeded um uh, opponent in the first two rounds of the playoffs choose who they want to play so obviously the higher the one and two seeds would get to choose who they play in the first round and the second round of the playoffs. Well, and first, second, and third seeds would all get to choose. Wow. I don't, I don't know. Initially I, I really didn't like it and even giving it more thought later on, I still didn't like it. You, you, you're, you're taking away that complete element of chance that, you know, I mean, you're still going to get that element of chance and, and the likelihood of the Bruins wanting to play the Penguins in the first round. It probably it could happen. I th- although I think they're more than likely going to play the Islanders. Um, you're but, you're fueling the lower seeded team, though. You're not right? doing that anyway. I, no, I'm saying you're giving them more fuel rather than just coming in. Hey, you're the eighth seed. You're going to play the number one seed. No, now you're coming in. These guys chose to play you because they think they could beat you. Disrespect. Give you that yeah. chip on your shoulder. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'd, I'd rather just leave it to Ellen to chance. I, I, I is it taking away from you. the regular season? I, I honestly agree with you. I think this is something that's better left for those not for major sports. Yeah, this so is like in, in soccer, maybe it does. It is interesting because it draws a little bit more attention. Yeah, it's it's a radical change, man, to to the history of the game and what we've what we've experienced. It's just it may be too radical of a change for me, for me personally. But I don't know. It just it just doesn't feel right by doing that. It doesn't. I I get your points a hundred percent, and I 
I don't disagree with your points, but it, I, for me, it might be too much of a radical change. It might be like fucking advertisements heavily on the jerseys, like in Europe. That would be, I don't, be a tough I don't think it's that bad in my book. That would be a tough pill to swallow. It's just not necessary in my book. Yeah. But I don't think it's as bad as, as you know, each player becoming a, a billboard on two eighty. You don't think it's that bad? No. Mm, I don't know. I know. I, I wasn't, a, I was definitely wasn't a big fan of it. Can you guess what I thought of it? Um, you loved it, Bill. <laughs> I, I want to hear Bill's just, take on the I'm cartoon say just like, thing. I don't think he got the chance to see it, but well, Steve, Steve showed me a little bit of a an extended. I think clip he saw all he needed here. to see. Um, what, that it was the old Nintendo ice hockey, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's uh, uh it's hey, if kids like it, I mean, go for it. I, I got nothing against it. Why not do it? I mean, if you if you're not like not going to do the regular game broadcast and it's only going to be this that's that's one thing but if you got both and screw it i mean why 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 would i want to put an end to it let it let it go to the audience that that wants to see it i think what if bill what if instead of cartoon characters it was all members of the band fallout boy versus fallout boy versus live they should cancel the entire NHL then. If the, the entire league should just fold if they if it comes to that. I mean, uh, what, could, what's that? Could what's the... Neil Morris maybe better? Yeah. Uh, yeah. What is that thing they do for the NFL on Nickelodeon? They 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 slime simulcast games? a game on Nickelodeon, like slime games and stuff like that. Um, this is something to combat that I would assume, right? It's well, or that's just. I mean, that's on... just overlaying graphics on the game. Okay, this wasn't completely turning it animated. No, yeah. So it's a little. I, I would bet a little bit easier to do it week to week with something like that, where you're just saying, "Hey, put slime all over these guys." I agree, but hey, they get they get used to it, and it's easy to do. Do more of them. Don't don't hold back. Don't do just one a year and, and make it like a showcase piece. Do a lot of them, and I and I love your idea, Steve, about doing it on the Saturday afternoon, right? Uh, so that so the kids w- are are all in; they don't have to stay up until fucking nine thirty to see the third period or recorder or watch on Disney Plus. I I think it's a I think it's brilliant. So switching gears, look, it, it it seems to me like the Eastern Conference playoff picture is starting to come into focus a little bit. And I, I I know the Florida the Florida Panthers are kind of hovering there, right right below the Islanders. But un, unless the Islanders falter down the stretch, which it there's no indication that that's going to happen. Um, I I think the way that things are right now, I think that's how they're going to shake up. And you think that's the order? I I do. I I think this is maybe uh, there could be some movement up top, especially in the Metro now that. You know, Carolina got that unfortunate news with Fet- with Svechnikov. Um, easy for me to say, um, but I think there could be some movement up there. But I think I think it's going to be Pittsburgh Islanders one and two. To be honest with you, it could could a team like Buffalo sneak in? But man, it's five points now that they have to make up. Um, and you know, I know they got two games in hand on on the Islanders, but. I mean, it's it's a lot of points to make up. It's a lot of points. 
It is, but you know, I mean, I'm probably going to touch on this a little bit later with the with when I cover my Penguins in around the Metro. But you know, um, the uh, the fact is, the Penguins have been such a hot and cold team all season, uh, where they go weeks for a time without winning a game, and then you know, uh, then they'll then they'll take seven out of nine or whatever they do. Um, but I mean, that that just leaves the door open, right? Because if if this loss in Montreal that they had tonight is the start of a skid. Uh, they, they don't have they don't have that much elbow room in their, that race. Um, that 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 comfortable lead that they have in the wild card now could evaporate in about a week and a half. You know, um, if if they're if they just shit the bed. So, and and they have several times. So it it just kind of depends on on what kind of consistency they find down the stretch. I I think the Islanders are, are I think the Islanders are, are going to be in. I think they're playing consistently well enough, and and still have guys that should be coming back to help them. Um, but you know, if if the Penguins crash and burn, you know, Florida or Buffalo might be there to pick up the pieces, or even Washington. I don't yeah. think Washington. I think Washington's now. All right, I think they're they're now done. I hope so, but I didn't want to. But don't don't enough. sleep on Montreal. Montreal has always been a, a team a, a team that skates hard and plays hard every night. And if you're not prepared for that, they're going to surprise you. And they surprise a bunch of people this year. So don't. Don't think that Montreal is just this because of their record and they're down close to the bottom of the freaking league that they're they're a shitty team. They're not. They try. They're they're a play up to the competition team. Yep, definitely, no doubt. Oh, but that's not what happened tonight. Was <laughs> tonight was one. Well, they jumped. Tonight, yeah, they the jumped out. Was, but they jumped out the to a big lead. Maybe maybe that was because they were anticipating a, a stronger push and they just outskated them. No, they weren't outskated. It was completely goaltending. The the oh, okay. difference was completely in that. One Montreal had a good, had a very good goaltending game. The Pittsburgh Penguins did not. That was the that was a whole difference. Was it the Mont Block? Was he the goalie? Yeah, yeah, he did really well. Yeah, he's Penguins huge. outshot him, forty three to twenty two, and lost. He's, uh, he's you know, huge. Six, four. Yeah. He's huge. Yeah, he Mont was really Blanc. Good. Mount Blanc. Yep, Mont that's Blanc. The guy. Isn't that a mountain? No, it's the the pen guy. It's a pen. Yeah. Ah, they made a mountain out of it. Yeah, believe it or not, there, 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 there is. But, but I think, I think the, and you know what? And I said this in our in our little text thread that we have going on. If the Islanders play Boston in the first round, I, I think the difference there is Sorokin, and and boy, oh boy, I, I think the Islanders pull the upset. I'm just, I'm. Be Mark your massive, calendars, everybody. Mark them Tuesday, March 14, 10.01 p.m. Mark it. 10.01 Tom Hot Take. The Islanders are sure would give them a, a tougher uh, time than the Penguins would. That's, that's for damn sure. But listen, as much as you and, and you know, you, you're close to the vest with the Penguins, no matter who you play in any round in the Eastern Conference playoffs, you better bring it because nice any one of these teams, even the Penguins, Bill, can beat anyone in the playoffs. Anyone. Yep. Don't care who look you at, are. Look at the Tampa. Tampa is probably going to be the five or six seed in the East after being in the Stanley Cup Finals three years in a row, winning two of the three. I mean, Man, that, and they're going to have a tough time. They, yeah, Listen. they're they they're not gonna have any any. It's gonna be tough. They're they're gonna have a tough road, and that says a lot about the East. I mean, 
Like if, if things go the way wild. that we think they're going to go when everything kind of stays with the wild card, Atlantic doesn't look like they're going to move any. I think that's the way they finish. But I think the Devils are going to take out Carolina now with this injury. I just think New Jersey is just too strong. But if you go into that series, you don't think the Penguins could beat the Devils? No, 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 no. No? I think, the, I think that's the best. I think that's the best possible matchup for the Penguins to have a competitive yep. series. Um, if you're picking between the Devils, the, the Hurricanes, and the Bruins. Um, I'm not saying it's going the, to happen. I'm just, just saying the Devils you, inexperience. There, there, there They're are, not going to beat them, though. There are scenarios where the Penguins beat the Devils, Bill. No, there's no, 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 no. They're, they're, they're one hundred percent are. Don't you don't understand the Penguin team? You <laughs> You're right, and, may, and maybe I don't, and maybe I don't. However, I do understand playoff history, and I do understand Pittsburgh has got a lot of playoff experience with those players, and they they, they and can it's... they can they can pull it out. That's why I think they might win one or two games against the Devils in the series, but they would get swept by the Hurricanes or the or the Bruins. Listen, I understand that you have to feel that way, and I probably, if I was in your shoes, I'd, I would probably feel the same way. Sure, but patronize me. That that's I, I appreciate that. <laughs> Act like I don't know what I'm talking about. Act like this no, is not the. Listen, I understand that you. I never said that. I never said that. I never said that. I just understand that you you have to feel that way, and that's fine. It's no problem. It's good for you. I stole Steve's joke. Sorry. And and ruined it. What are you talking about? Ruined it. Nobody laughed. And I laughed. That's all that matters. God damn it. When are you gonna finally figure that out? It's 106 episodes already. All right, let's take a ride in the metro. Sponsored by Nestle Quick. Hello, boys and girls. Do you hate the taste of regular milk and need energy? Try Nestle Quick. One sip and you can feel the energy in your muscles. Nestle Quick, now available in chocolate and strawberry. They say the real men drink pink. Then I'm a real man for sure. But if you like the brown, I still love you for who you are. Because it's time for acceptance of everyone, all preference. We're all quick on the inside anyway. Nestle Quick, it does the trick. Didn't we just do that? No. We're, we're, we're now we're now we're on the now choo choo, and we are starting with your eight seed beating the Boston Bruins, New York Icelanders. I mean, we heard you hear it first, Tom. Uh, that's pretty pretty impressive. I I'm not so sure I'm as excited about that matchup as you are, but uh, <laughs> um, I I do think that the the Isles will give anybody a. a run for the money in the playoffs i don't think it matters who the sorokins is good obviously one of the best goalies in the league um and uh with matty barzell maybe coming back for the playoffs that would be a big boon um but uh there's no real update on his uh status but jg Paggio is playing tonight first game back 12 games 12 games missed i should say um so uh, he'll be making his debut tonight in 
little over, I guess, a month um, uh, in, in L.A. And the game starts in about 25 minutes. Uh, I probably will not be up for that game. I'm going to hmm. watch a little bit of it, but we'll see how that goes. Uh, I had some coffee before, but I don't know if I'm, I'm going to make it till 12, 30, 1 o'clock in the morning watching that game tonight. Uh, we'll see. So anyway, uh, Isles, uh, yeah, they've had a really pretty interesting week. Um, first, we had a, a win against uh, – shoot, there we go. Sorry. My newest all came up. Uh, win against Buffalo uh, last Tuesday, a 3-2 win game that was big, probably the biggest game of the year. Actually, the last two those, – those, that week, this past week was huge. Game at home against Buffalo – away game against um, Pittsburgh and then the game, home game against Washington. Start off the week by winning against Buffalo. Um, close game. They, Isles were playing really well. They started to look really good. Uh, it was the game where um, we had a, a the third goal was a, a, a deflection by a Fashing, which was a kind of a kicking motion. He looked like he was trying to stop the puck. You know, it hit him in the shin. And went in, um, and uh, it was a pretty long, lengthy, you know, inter- uh, review of the goal. But eventually, they overturned it from a, a no goal on the ice to an actual goal, which I was pretty sure that wasn't going to happen. But somehow or another, they they they, I thought they got the right the right call. It um, was. I don't. Th- I don't think it was a kick. I think it was more of a, a direction. I- I do too. And I, I always have a, it's a, you know, this is such and a, does it have feeling. to go off of his foot in order to be I, classified as a kick? This is why it's such a weird rule. And I don't yeah. understand that part of it because you're right. Like if it goes off the foot, I get it. But why does it matter if it goes off like the shin or knee, who cares? Like it's deflection. That's how deflections happen. So then it, it's like a whole, you know, Pandora's box of what's a deflection, what's not then. So, I'm glad they, they went with the right thing. And when those things happen in like that split second, you guys all know, you've played hockey. You're not trying to kick it in typically. I mean, it's a few times you've actually it's tried a reflex to kick it in. Or reaction. It's a reflex. Yeah. Exactly. You're trying to deflect it down so you can hit it in or just knock it in, knock it down. You're not really, you know, typically going for deflection in that kind of mood. Anyway. Yeah, but the NHL's got to smarten up and follow yeah. Billy's advice and just let them fucking kick it in already. Let them do what they need to I do. I agree. Too. I could do it with a high stick too. Who cares? Whatever What's that? it in. Let him, I, let no, him knock stick. it down with a high stick too. No, I don't think I don't you care. can do high stick, Bill. I I, I think you're crazy. Okay. Although I'll they have no idea what a fucking high stick is. <laughs> no, that's, what, that's why, though. That's why. That, that's why I say high let stick, them all in. High stick is so easy. One. High stick is, uh, is very objective. It's not like a kick. You know, it's just let all kicks in. High sticks, obviously, over the shoulder. That should be high stick. But anyway, it takes just as much skill to knock the puck out of midair as it does, it does to kick it in. So why not allow the high stick and you got the penalty. If you hit somebody with your stick accidentally, Thank the you. penalty is there. True. True. It's a, there's a high risk reward, right? Yeah. And that makes sense. That makes sense. I, I, I like the idea, but if you, I guess the, the problem they have is that, you know, hitting people in the face, they don't want people to swing sticks, but you know what? what Everybody wears a visor. After you mention it now, I, I kind of agree with you. You're saying I think that's that's a good point. It's a high risk reward, it's, so it's mandated. Well, it's mandated now, but not everybody wears one. But it's mandated no, for new there's players. There's nobody left in. in the league that doesn't wear a visor. Really? What about Craig? No, Kattish? no, there are. <laughs> no, <I think>. no. <laughs> that was helmet guy, Bill. 
I'm no, pretty sure I, Matt Martin sure? doesn't wear one. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Matt Martin doesn't wear one. I thought every I thought that was done. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of McTavish yeah, Ryan Reeves does. One. Ryan Reeves doesn't wear one. Yeah, Reeves sure. doesn't wear one. All right. this, well, this, I think it might be for new players. Who, who are we now. losing out on if they get hit yeah, in the yeah. fucking face? Matt Martin <laughs> and fucking Reeves? Really? That's who we're, we're complaining about? Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. All right, get back on track here. So, <laughs> Isles win the big game. It, it, you know, they're obviously in the in the, in the mix with, with Buffalo for the last spot in the in the. Can East. I add Tom Wilson to that list too? You can add Tom Wilson. Um. <laughs> Two nights later, uh, Isles and Penguins play, and uh, it was a game that Penguins dominated two periods and then shit the bed in the third period, let the Isles back in. Isles scored two straight to get to OT and then, and then won it in overtime. Um, and a uh, massive win for the Isles, getting two points. Penguins end up getting a point out of it, so it's not a total loss for them, even though that was – Billy would probably say it was – not a good loss to have in that kind of situation. Um, I'm not going to go into too much into that game because it was uh, honestly, I, I, I almost turned it off. It was one of those games where I'm just sitting there watching this game and just about to turn it off. And then, but two goal leads the worst lead in the, in the NHL. And mm-hmm. it happened, you know, you need a goal, you got a goal. And then, uh, you know, they're able to get that loud that if I remember correctly, they, they tied it in um, with the, uh, uh, empty net, if I remember correctly, I could be or I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure we we tied it up in the empty netter. Um, with a pulled 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 goal, I should say. Uh, and Brock Nelson scored in overtime to win that game. And last game this week we had uh, against Capitals, where the Isles shit the bed completely. Um, in a game where it was the hot most um, highest capacity in UBS uh, so far, full capacity. Um, Place was packed. Isle scored on the on a uh, Pierre Engvall scored his first goal as an Islander. Five minutes into the game, place is rocking, and then they let up a quick goal on, on a turnover for Dylan Strom by Dylan Strom, and then the I just they lost all momentum and they lost all the crowd. It was just quiet as a mouse in there, and Washington took the game over. Just completely uh, dominated the rest of that game. They scored three goals in the third, ended up winning five to one. Um, and it was just, uh, it was not pretty that they, they just completely shit the bed and the second period and third periods early on, they, it was like, maybe they can come back, but like, they just need a goal, get something going. Just nothing worked. They just couldn't get shit happening. They had 18 shots on net and like, you know, but they had 24, not 24, 19 shots blocked and they had some, when they were saying on this, on the cast, they were saying like they had missed something like 20 shots off. So they weren't blocked and they weren't on net. They had something like, you know, over 60 attempts on shots, but only 18 on net was, you can't, you can't get that done. That's just in front of a whole, the biggest home crowd you ever had in the new arena. It was not great. So while they, they have two wins, you know, six, four, uh, four out of six points this week, they also played, I would argue, um, at the last six periods, only one good period in the last six periods. Um, so hopefully they can figure out you know, on the road trip they have this week, uh, what's going on and kind of just adjust those things. Um, this, uh, this week coming up, we have tonight's game against LA back to back with, uh, Anaheim tomorrow night and then, uh, San Jose on Saturday, you know, the California trip here. And, um, (laughs) I'm gonna have a hard time watching all those games. Uh, Saturday night game, maybe I'll, I'll probably end up watching the whole thing since it's at least Saturday night, but, um, we'll see. 
Um, I was going to say one last thing was uh, Pierre Ingvall scores his first goal, but I honestly am not sure where he fits into this team watching him play. He doesn't really have a physical part of his game. Um, he's like 6'4", and he's pretty fast. That was kind of his billing was he's a fast guy, got some skill, and I could see it, but I haven't seen where he's fit in this team yet. It's just one of those – every time we've gotten a guy, it's been like they all have the same kind of, you know, uh, trade deadline play or, you know, any kind of trade we've made. Like, they have, every guy's pretty much fit in. You know, Pajot has that hard nose plus style. Um, um, what's his name? Uh, shit. Uh, Palmieri, same deal. He's gritty, scores touch. Horvat, just all-around fantastic player, uh, does all the little things. But this guy, Ingvall, I get that they, they were tricking, looking for somebody to kind of step in and maybe he was like a cheap guy that, you know, might might – blossom for the aisles or something you know like that but i don't see it yet i don't know he doesn't seem to have that that kind of um i don't know where he meshes like he just seems too uh too soft of a player to fit in the aisle system at the moment but uh they're moving around a lot team has had no consistency to any of the lines so hopefully this with pajo back um we'll, we'll get some more semblance of, a, of an actual um solid set of lines and they can figure it out but a lot of moving parts, and I'm not super sold on them completely being in the playoffs just yet. They gotta. This is an important two games back to back. There's only this. There's only two back to back stuff for them in the season. It's tonight and tomorrow, and then uh, oh shit, sorry. And then um, in April we have a back to back with Tampa and Carolina on on the road. So those are kind of the last two, and then everything else is kind of spaced out. They should be able to kind of um, you know be able to just run through the rest of the season. I'm an idiot. There's actually one more uh, back-to-back. Jesus Christ. Show I'm prep, an idiot. Nick. Show prep. Columbus and Buffalo. Ah, man, next week is Columbus and Buffalo. I can't see the things. I'm, I'm, I don't, don't ask me. You, you, guys have, you guys have the most back-to-backs out of, out of our yeah, team. Yeah, there's sure. three, three left. There's three left. <laughs> so anyway, that's the, that's the story in the aisles. Uh, we'll see how they, they play out. Um, but uh, Padre's back tonight. Soroka and Nett. Hopefully, uh, hopefully a win. And listen, for the Rangers last week, it was a it was a lot of what we saw from the week prior. However, um, you saw in there a little glimmer of Igor starting to really get his game going a little bit. Look against Montreal and and Buffalo. I I, I get the opponents but we talked about Montreal earlier and Buffalo scores seemingly at will against people. Um, and then the Rangers really held them in check defensively. Um, and, and even the, the Pittsburgh game wasn't, you know, overly offensively, you know, one-sided uh, by the Penguins. Um, but the but the Rangers zero regulation wins in the last seven, uh, they've held the lead for minutes in the past, in those, in those games. And in the last three road games, they still end up taking five of six uh, points on the road. Um, so they're still getting points. They're still moving up in the standings. And you're seeing the team starting maybe tonight was a, was a good was a good game for them against the Caps to kind of start turning that corner, especially on, on the offensive side a little bit. You see Kane, you know, not being with Panarin the entire uh the entire game and he's moved moved on with Trocheck and Kreider and I think there's a little bit more balance there. Um 
But the, the thing that has been troubling the most, and I said this last week, has been the effort. Even tonight uh, on, on, the, on a couple of goals by, by Washington uh, with, with bad line changes, and it was just effort of the new players who were fresh off the bench coming onto the ice, not picking up the trailing defenseman uh, and scoring. And Lafreniere and Panarin have been have been the, the guys who you you key on for this, and they need to pick it up. Um, I saw Trocheck out of there's there's a number of guys just look sometimes lost out there, and Mikola is playing out of position with Lindgren still hurt. They're being very cautious with him, which I'm good with. Um, but Mikola needs to be back where he belongs on the third pair uh, as as soon as humanly possible. So we can get Lingren and Fox back together. Um, and then the team will be whole. Um, so tonight was, uh, was certainly encouraging to see the, the offense gel a little bit, the power play click. Um, and, the, and, and maybe they can build a little momentum off of this game tonight, uh, even though it, it, it certainly wasn't a banner game, uh, uh, one you put on the uh, bulletin board watch uh, of, of the correct things to do. But it was still a lot of positives coming out of this game um i thought the game in pittsburgh was um was good for the rangers um they 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 kind of gelled a little bit of the team with truba um making a good clean hit uh even billy said it was clean um but you know i gotta give it to the penguins fans bill i didn't they, they were they were chanting truba's name all sunday all Sunday going true, true. Every time he touched the puck, I thought that was very nice of all the Penguin fans to, that uh, was, to, to cheer for Truba. That was a boo. What? Uh, no, it was not. It was a boo. No. They, they don't like that piece of shit. <laughs> um, the, uh, the, the Penguins-Ranger game on TNT – uh, was the, uh, and I'm going to read this verbatim, NHL on TNT's Sunday's telecast of the Rangers-Penguins was the most watched regular season game on cable since 2016. I don't know if that's good or bad. Apparently it's very good. Uh, excluding opening night yeah. and outdoor games. Okay. So viewership is up 132% versus last season's comparable game. And they have uh, the Maple Leafs Sabres game they compared. Okay. Um, <laughs> and the tele- I mean, who the fuck would be watching that game? Know. Is and this a U.S. Tele- audience even? I mean, it's, uh, it's up 132% against every Condors game that was ever broadcast on ESPN. <laughs> Telecast uh, is the most watched regular season game in, in the New York market since 2018. That was the winter classic between the Rangers and Sabres. And overall, the NHL on TNT's Sunday live game coverage season to date is up 42% versus last year so when it good, last, good job, against last year against last year when it was historically bad <laughs> i mean it was their first year with it so i i guess but really what was on sunday yeah the players, players. right but scheffler was so far in front it wasn't even worth watching the and xfl the yeah, Ooh, well that, that wasn't until nighttime so there was nothing, literally nothing else on, but this game at four o'clock. So good placement in the schedule for, uh, for the NHL. Bravo to you guys. Um, 
but tonight's game, you can you can certainly see the Rangers turn the corner a l- maybe a little bit. Um, Shesterkin starting to play a little bit better, and uh, the road doesn't get easier from here. Uh, but you get three home games this week, uh, excluding tonight's game. Um, two versus Pittsburgh back to back, which is I've never seen this before in in my life. Thursday and Saturday. That Saturday night game is uh, an ABC national broadcast game. And then you got the uh, Rangers at home against Nashville um, on Sunday evening. Bill, Penguins. Well, the Penguins. So how can a team that's won seven out of 10 be so goddamn frustrating? Well, um, they also won seven of the last uh, 14, if you want to go that route. Anyway, but uh, the, the, they lost uh, tonight to, to Montreal. Um, I as I was touching on earlier, just that game was lost in net. Um, Jari gave up uh, four goals on seven shots before he was pulled in favor of DeSmith. Um, and DeSmith did a decent job the rest of the way, but the goal that he gave up, which was the game winner, was really not a good goal either. Um, even though, but he made like 13 out of 14 saves and, and he was pretty solid there, uh, but they just came up short. Um, and if you go back a week, uh, from tonight, they, they were playing the Columbus Blue Jackets and Jari was in net for that game. And after giving up four uh, first period goals, uh, or maybe I think the set, I think the fourth was actually early in the second period. Um, he got yanked from that game. And, uh, and then the Penguins stormed back against the Blue Jackets to win that one. Their, their first time winning a game being down four goals since 2006. Um, but again, it was, it was just the Columbus Blue Jackets, but you know, the, the team's skating well, but I really question how they're doing in net. And, and that's why, you know, uh, I was blasting Hexall a week ago saying, you know, we, we didn't do anything about the goaltending situation. I, I don't trust Jari. I don't trust whatever his physical issues are. Um, and he's been inconsistent since he finally came back. Um, and, and to Smith, I, I've never liked him as the backup. And uh, I felt like they really could have used a... a uh, a presence there in that, you know, just uh, maybe, I mean, where were they on the Jonathan quick thing that, uh, that LA was so desperate to give, give him away. I don't know. Hey. Um, well, do you, do you really honestly think Jonathan quick is a step up from Jari and Smith? Not this year. Uh, pal. Jar- no, I know. I know what his numbers were, but if that's what it came to, I, I would have took a chance on him. Um, I mean, because Jari's inconsistent. I, I mean, I just want somebody who's going to be consistent in there. I know, Quick wasn't always good playing with LA, but uh, you know he, he's definitely a step up on on DeSmith, and he could have been a, a veteran uh, backup for for Jari. Um, but at any rate, they you know they they did win that Blue Jackets game. They and then came that game against the Islanders last uh, Thursday. Uh, Nick touched on that blow, and you know I I I texted all you guys after they were after they played two sensational periods. I'm like, why can't these games just end at 40 minutes? And that was before the third period started. Um, and obviously the third period, they played the entire period in their own end, never won a, a defensive, uh, uh, draw the whole period. I mean, as soon as there was a, the puck was dropped in, in the, in the defensive zone for the Penguins. I mean, the Islanders were on the attack. I mean, as soon as, as soon as the puck dropped and it, and it caught up with them. And, uh, and so another lead blown against a quality team lost in overtime. Um, then they had the, the joy of playing the the Flyers on Saturday. Fuck the Flyers. Fuck the Flyers. Um, fuck the Flyers. Came up with a came up with a five one win. There it was it was a closer game than the score sounds like. They you know it was two one. 
uh, until pretty late in that one. But you know, they 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 pull that one off, wins a win, uh, and then they play the Rangers. Um, and Tom touched on that game a little bit. You know, uh, that one was back and forth. Uh, Penguins had a couple leads in that one. Um, eventually won that one in in overtime uh, on a on a power play, which came uh, when uh, on a very obvious trip by Panarin. I mean, Tom Tom wanted to call out Malkin for for diving, but uh, I was only making fun. Boy, from oh boy, first, from that first <laughs> dive! My God in heaven! It's like someone shot him from the bleachers. Uh, I don't know if you feel like he embellished it or whatever, but it was also, that was also a very obvious penalty that allowed the Rangers to tie the game. Uh, the, a penalty that the referees missed on that one. Very obvious. Yeah, the Malkin hit that... on, on Trocek in the corner. You're right. Should have put the Rangers on the power play. You're right. Because Malkin started that whole fucking shit. I don't give a fuck who started it. I, I'm saying, but Malkin's, Malkin plays the puck. It's away from him. And then Trocek trucks him in from the back, and that's got to be an interference call. Honest to God, and it's yeah, I think if it was anybody, I think if it was anybody other than Malkin, the penalty would have been called. Well, at any rate, maybe it there's was a, a bias. Against it was him. missed. It was a penalty. It was missed. It, it it allowed the Rangers to tie. But you know, having said that, it's not like the Rangers were not going to tie the game later on if they hadn't scored there. The Penguins can't protect the lead. If it, if it might have came down to like an empty net thing or something like that, but but you know, it's not like it's not like the the Penguins were going to win that game in regulation. No, but you you sit there and, and you shit on Jari, and you have every right to because of his inconsistencies. Um, but maybe this is just a game where he played well because he did play really good against the Rangers. He did. He did. He's he's got his good ones and his bad ones, and and I and I think they're all related to whatever the hell injury he's trying to trying to deal with. His mobility is just not what it usually is. Um, and you know you can see it tonight against Montreal. He just. The, the way when, when Jari's on his game, he makes it look so effortless. He's just always in the right spot and the puck just hits him. And, and he's just not reading things and, and, and maybe something's limiting his mobility, uh, getting back and forth, uh, you know, moving left to right and, and so forth. So um, Penguins are in a good spot as far as the wild card goes. Uh, you know, they, I, I think, you know, they, they're in a spot where they don't need to scoreboard watch, which is nice. They, they just, they just need to count their points. They need about, 15 more points. They got about 16 games to go. Uh, so that's a good spot for them to be in if they don't like hit a major skid. Uh, but, you know, it's a tough, tough road schedule coming up. They, they just finished a five game homestand with that loss to Montreal tonight. Uh, it was the only game that they didn't get a point in in that homestand. And, and now they go, to, you know, to the Rangers back to back games at Madison Square Garden, uh, then back home for Ottawa and then out to Colorado and Dallas, which is going to be a hell of a, a challenge uh middle of next week so well uh, i think the penguin penguins get at least 16 from what i've counted right i'm not i and i didn't even count the two ranger games this week right so ottawa you you can you can probably go either way but i'm giving that to the penguins just because it's home and they got caps at detroit nashville philly detroit chicago columbus there's your 16 points it's there for the taking if uh you know if if they play consistently enough, if they get enough goaltending, they, they should make the playoffs, but we'll see. So that's New Jersey uh, Devils. It for the Penguins. Uh, started last week with a, a loss to Toronto, four to three, and uh, they, they played a good first period and then just a terrible second and a terrible third. Um, they just gave them way too many wide open chances. They lost it late in the game. Uh, you can't leave Austin Matthews wide open in the slot. He's going to bury it every time. 
followed it up with a 3-2 shootout win against Washington. Um, outshot him big time. Mercer stayed hot. Timo Meyer took a late penalty but redeemed himself with a shootout. The real uh, headline here is this is the first time in NHL history that a team has iced four players from Switzerland in its roster. Uh, so that was pretty cool to uh, have happen. They followed that up with a 3-2 to two victory uh, Saturday against Montreal. They scored two in the first and just held on to the lead the rest of the way. Um, Schmidt was very sharp in that. And then Sunday, blank the Hurricanes, 3 nothing. Again, another game where they got out quick and then just not, I don't want to say they they played with the lead as in they sat on the lead. They just relaxed a little bit too much and they they were giving up odd man opportunities all throughout this game. They were, they were giving up a lot of opportunities in the third period, especially. They didn't have a shot on net until the 12-minute mark. So they were just, all of the play was in, in the Carolina zone. They did have Brat on Hughes and Timo Meyer's line. It helped a little bit. Timo and 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 Jack just aren't gelling yet. And and I don't know if it's going to happen. I think it might be time to put Timo on a line with Heesher and Tatar and then move Mercer to the Hughes and Brat line. The players uh in the postgame said that the, the game had a preseason playoff feel so i guess in terms of it was it was a playoff atmosphere i think is what they were trying to get at uh even though they're not going to meet them in the first round jack had his 27th multiple point game which tied a franchise record and then they followed that up with a real fucking stinker tonight against the tampa bay lightning uh they scored first and then Tampa decided to uh, to show the little kids how the game is played. I think that's exactly what happened. Um, so hopefully they'll see this as a, as a learning experience to see how a successful team can, can just come back and utterly dominate a game. It, New Jersey really didn't have any opportunities in the second or third. They, the, the rest of the week for them is Tampa at home. So again, another one of those crazy back-to-back games against the same team in the same location. Unbelievable. Doesn't make sense to me at all. No. Uh, So Tampa on Thursday, Florida on Saturday, Tampa again on Sunday in Tampa. So Tampa three times in four games. Again, if they, if they win one of them, I think it's going to be a success. And I really think the success here is going to be having these guys see how Teams that go on deep runs in the playoffs play the game. And now it's time for Trivia with Bill. Now this is the wrong bell. The first NHL All-Star game was held as a benefit for what injured star? P.K. Subban. uh, No. The the first NHL All-Star game was like a long time ago. Not like... Wayne Gretzky. Nope, Gordy nope. Howe. He wasn't injured. Nope. Nope. Sidney Crosby, because he's always. No. He hasn't really missed that much time since like 2014, but okay. No. What was the question again? Say it again. The first NHL All Star game was held as a benefit for what injured star? Thomas Harkis. No, it's collarbone. Remember that? 
Yeah. Well, Tom, Tom just left. Tom, like, well, I didn't like that joke one said, fucking bit. Yes. Tom had enough. He's screw um, you guys. I'm going home. Bobby Orr. Uh, no, it was not Bobby. He was always hurt, right? He he was. He was hurt. His career was really cut short. With uh, can you repeat injuries. the question, please? The first NHL All Star Game was held as a benefit for what injured star? Hmm. Rick DiPietro. Ooh, no. Now there, now there was an injured guy. Yeah, I would, I would, I would, I would have all sorts of benefits for that guy. Hmm. Uh, no, nope, was not DiPietro. Don Mattingly. That he's David a Wright. Player. Another baseball player. Uh, no, it wasn't Billy Lindbergh. <laughs> Bill Lumberg. Oh, Lumberg, doctor. <laughs> that was <laughs> Nick. Got it. <laughs> that wasn't an injured star that Steve said. Um, no, yeah, it was not Bill Lumberg. <laughs> oh, I drooled a little bit. That was great, Bill. Uh, Eric Lindros. No, often injured. No, not Eric Bill, Lindros. This was Bill, a long Bill, time ago. Bill, can you repeat the question? The first NHL All-Star game was held as a benefit for what injured star? Everybody else asked. I was, I was feeling left out. Hmm. And you say it was long ago? Yes. Long Jean like this is when, ago. Jean this is when All-Star games. Uh, no, it was not Jean Lord Stanley. Like, ooh. No. No, not Lord Stanley. Stan Fischler. Stan Why? didn't play. He was probably alive. Was he broadcast that Lord, game. Lord All-Star. <laughs> Hans uh, Smythe. <laughs> that would have been, <laughs> been a wild. Hold on, there, there is not enough laughs being credited to Nick right now. <laughs> Lord All Star. Lord All Star. <laughs> would that have been a wild coincidence if they named the game after that guy? <laughs> that is fantastic. Uh, that needed to get its proper due, Nick. Well done. Uh, you guys um, want the multiple choice? I got to say this. Yeah. Is hard. We're no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're not gonna get this one. Boom, boom, Jeffrey on. <laughs> no, no, not boom. Bob Vaughn. Nope. Are you just thinking of names that start with B now? No. Let, let's go with the multiple choice, please. Multiple choice. Real players, okay. actually. That got hurt. Anyway, go a ahead. a is Kiss guitarist Ace Bailey. B Silvio Mantha. C Eddie Shore. D Howie Morenz. I gotta go with the Kiss drummer or guitarist, whatever the fuck That's he was. It's the guy, Ace Bailey. You're correct. Oh, wow. wow. God damn it. Nice job. Asshole. Uh, there, there was no way it was gonna be the dude from Kiss. You ruined it. I, you passed it again. I, I get, failed, you dick. Let's let's do it again. You I know, can fail. I know it. But you know, this was I actually read up on this one after uh hearing about that. I said, What the fuck was this benefit for? And this guy. This guy was convulsing on the ice uh, oh, after shit. getting hit by uh, Eddie Shore, the, another guy on the multiple choice list. Ah. So Eddie Shore apparently got got trucked by King Clancy. Got up was like he was like a little bit dazed or whatever. Was was all pissed. Took a run. He thought he was taking a run at Clancy. He ends up destroying uh, this this dude uh, Ace Bailey, who fractured his skull <laughs> on the ice. And then somebody Did came Lee over. A teammate came over and and knocked out um, Eddie Shore. Knocked him out with one punch. A guy named Red Horner. One punch. Came over and knocked punch. out. So like, so like, you got a guy YouTube? with a fractured skull. Another guy like just. Yeah. Uh, they just recorded it last week. I mean. And then they had a, a, an all-star. You know what I'd like to see? 
a cartoon recreation of that incident. Really? Yeah. <laughs> NHL get What's on. What's cartoon going to do with blood on the ice? That's what's going on. Oh, man. We're going to make a little ace's head bleed. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, wait. I, is, think that was this... during, I think that was during Kiss's first farewell tour. <laughs> <laughs> what's it what's the guy's real first name king clancy was that his real first name was king or yeah. was he like king of something well I, I don't know if that was a nickname or whatever but it was called king clancy it was king clancy francis michael king clancy francis michael oh. king clancy so it was, so it was a nickname. nickname but it wasn't a real king no that would have been much better as far as i know anyway that would have been a lot better and now it's time for impressions with nick fucking great Gentlemen, the group is successful. They win for the week and avoid shame for unable to win at a children's game. And away we go. Does this player, is this person associated with the Devils? No. Person associated with the Rangers? Yes. You're on mute, stupid. Person associated with the Penguins? No. Is this person associated with the island? Yes, 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 yes. Oh, yes. for fuck. Penguins. So is so, a penguin yes. ranger? Yes, I, I, Isles. So Isles, penguin ranger. Ooh. Ooh. Is it Darius Kasparaitis? No. Good one. Good guess. Did this was player... Was Ziggy Pelfy? No. Did this player play in the 90s? Uh, No. Is this player, this player playing the 2000s? Yes. This player win a Stanley Cup with the Penguins. Uh, no. Awesome. Player uh, forward? Yes. This player American? American? No. Player Canadian? Yes. That didn't help. Canadian forward. Yeah, played in the 2000s. Peter Nedved? Nope. No, it was never an Islander. Uh, 90s anyway, too. Fuck. Did anybody ask if he was an all-star? No. Was he an all-star? Uh, he... No. Great. What fourth liner was it? Yeah. <sighs> All right. We actually got to two minutes. All right. Mm. Final guess, boys. This is actually not as hard as you think. Yes, it is. Straka? And... All right, Mr. Derek Brassard. Uh, 
Huh. Not quite, Fuck. not quite an all-star, but definitely not a fourth liner. Yeah, for, fucking thousand game this year. Good for him. Yeah, yeah. Rangers, uh, four years, two years. The Penguins, Isles with one year, so he kind of cheats a little bit there. I, I would, I would never remember he played for the Islanders. Yeah, never in a million years. Eleven for seventeen now. Mister Brassard, big game brass, is incredibly has played for 10 teams in the nhl the record is 12 held by whom what the fuck what'd you say bill Jeremy younger who i would have said mike sillinger mm. wouldn't have said mike wouldn't have said mike sillinger mike that would took me a while to get around to yeah 12 <laughs> he's uh he's got 12 now brassard's only 35 35 he, he could, could yeah he could, could get it. It. he could get two more He's the only guy like on the list that's he's, if he's really willing to take league close. minimum, he's a good vet to add. Yeah, he hasn't played for the Devils yet. He might as well do that. Yeah. Like, like Nate Thompson's too old and he's too far back. I think the only guy that's possible that could do it is him for foreseeable future. But uh yeah. Even even Brian Boyle is uh only he's 38 and he's done it eight times, eight different teams. Hmm. So we'll see. See, I think that's too old to get four more. I would yeah. agree. Yeah, and Broussard has played, like, the, all these teams he's played the last few years. It's like uh, Ottawa this year, Edmonton previous year, Philly the previous year, Arizona previous year, and Isles previous year. So he's one-year deals. One-year deals, yeah. It's just racked up really fast because he was Columbus for most of his career, then the Rangers. So for, what, 10 years? Six to 07, 08 to 15, 16? All right, not quite. It was two well, teams. It, it was after he got traded in the Zabanajad deal yeah. that he really started going from place to place for sure, because he never lived up to his yeah. contract, and everyone was always yeah. looking to get rid of it. Now he's a league minimum. He's just jumping around. So yep. we'll see. Yeah. All right. Let's go to the state and Steve's stomach. <laughs> oh, that feels better. This one's brought to you by Coca-Cola Zero Sugar. This is going to bring us to the year of our Lord 2017. Please go to November 2nd, November number two, 2017. November 2nd was a Thursday. Uh, special shout out. That's Silver's birthday. Um, Belvita and water for breakfast. Whose birthday? Silver. It's uh, Jimmy's stepdaughter. Oh. Uh, Belvita and water for breakfast, Moe's steak nachos for lunch with a Coca-Cola zero sugar straight from the fountain. Dinner was lemon chicken with veggies on the side and a can of Coca-Cola zero sugar. Why did you pick Thursday, November 2nd, 2017? I'm actually shocked you didn't have this written down. Yeah, I know. Yeah, me too. <clears throat> that was Obviously, that was the day that... Terion Pouncey, 19 years old from Chicago, 
shot himself in the penis after allegedly holding up a South Side hot dog stand. Um, and he won't, uh, he won't be going home when he's dogs. released from the hospital. Uh, Terion Pouncey remained at the hospital recovering from his injuries Thursday, missing a bond hearing at the criminal courthouse on two counts of armed robbery. Pouncey was arrested at Oaklawn Hospital not long after he was found slumped on the steps of, of a home across the street from a West Pullman restaurant um, that the Chicago police say he had robbed at gunpoint at 6 a.m. on Halloween. What fucking hot dog stand is opened at 6 a.m.? It's Chicago. That's a great question. They wow. love their fucking hot dogs. Hold on. I, I get that, but did he have like breakfast hot dogs? Yeah. Yeah. Any breakfast hot dogs? No. Fucking Do you know where they get them from? New York. Abe Froman. <laughs> he is the sausage king of Chicago. He certainly is. Pouncey was unable to run further because of the pain of the self-inflicted gunshot wound um, suffered when he tried to adjust his 38 caliber pistol in his waist as he ran off uh, after robbing the Maxwell Street Express at uh, 116th and Halstead Avenue. He pulled a Plexico. Yeah. Oh, well, at least Plexico shot himself in the thigh, not in the dick. My God. Yeah, really. Big uh, difference. I mean, I mean, he shot the Giants in the dick that season. So, I mean, oh, yeah. my, oh my, did he ever? Holy crap. Uh, Pouncey yes. has pulled out his gun and demanded cash from two employees, pressing the gun to the head of a 38 nine year old worker. The victim, who had been passing a bucket filled with grease over the counter, uh, called for his co worker to hand over the cash at the register as they passed their wallets. And, and a stack of singles to Pouncey, uh, the bucket tipped and the bills went flying. Oh, they got grease all over the dollar bills. Uh, still pointing the gun at the workers, Pouncey stooped over to collect the cash, shifting the gun in his waistband as he, waistband as he ran out. He apparently pulled the trigger, firing a bullet that struck him right in the pecker. Time's a creep. Time is a weirdo. Where does he come up with the shit? It's so disgusting. That's probably the grease got on his hands from that whole big spill and like uh, trying to handle the gun. That's not a good comment. Or, you know, he's trying to hold this hot dog with all this shit falling out because, you know, Chicago. So they just they don't have good hot dogs. They put load, shit on everything on it. Yeah. So he's dropping it and he's like, ah, and drops his gun and shows himself in the dick. I mean, that one, you know, it seems accurate. What else could it be? You know what, though? You know what I think we're missing here? <laughs> is the dedication of the workers <laughs> to not stop working while you're being robbed. Those are some good workers. They, they deserve, it's, this is like an episode of Law & Order where in the beginning the, the, they're going around trying to get all the information and none of the people that they ask stop working to help the police. Well, if they're if they're the kind of people who have that work ethic, like they're going to be open at 6 a.m. with their hot dog stand, then obviously they're 
these guys are worker bees. I mean, no question. I don't think I've ever seen a hot dog stand with two employees as well. I mean, that's <laughs> yeah. It, that's just there's a lot of this story doesn't make a lot of sense. I mean, unless they got they're that busy that they have to get one guy just cut, chopping, making stuff, and the other guy doing all the stuff at six a.m. on Halloween, Nick. They're busy. But at six a.m. on Halloween, well, six a.m. anytime. No one's eating hot dogs at six a.m. Uh, also, oh. wait a second. Why did it take the police? Three days to two days to catch this guy. Well, this was the when the report was in the Chicago Sun Times. Okay, is there really that much going on in Chicago that this doesn't <laughs> make the paper the next fucking day? Uh, I mean, well, they, I mean, it was Halloween. The next day is day. the first. They didn't find him until when? Said in here, didn't it? Uh, police arrested Pouncey was arrested at Oaklawn Hospital not long after he was found slumped on the steps so he was arrested on halloween right so this hit the paper yeah they they, they it should have been the paper the first should have been in the, yeah that's should what i'm saying the paper the first all right so there, there was one day delayed maybe something else happened in chicago november 1st what a fire was there a fire <laughs> no that happened many moons ago <laughs> many many moons you know what it was they were too busy covering a ohio man fucking a pool float that's what it was. I don't think that was the same day. That was the same. All right. That's, that's going to just about do it for us. Um, don't forget to uh, follow us on the Twitter at friends underscore rivals, Facebook, YouTube, friends and rivals podcast. Be like Rita. Drop us a line. We love to hear from you. Turn on notifications for our podcast. So you never miss an episode of the friends and rivals podcast. Billy, say something witty. Got something much better than wit today. I have a friends and rivals contest. You want to win something? Listen up. You guys want to win something? Yes, I do. You actually. can win. You can win the Blu-ray Transatlantic, the final flight live at Olympia. I'm giving away a Blu-ray. I got a mother who I'm tweets sorry. us at friends underscore rivals and says, I want my transatlantic. Ah, come on, good one. yeah, man. Tweet hashtag us. Coke Zero Sugar. We're gonna add just... friends and rivals. We add have five followers on Twitter. Maybe we'll get this. Is gonna make it explode. Are you kidding me? This is transatlantic. This is for me. right. Four you, of you them are the hosts. You have to tweet, you have to tweet us, and you have to follow us in order to get this. We're gonna lose followers because I'm gonna unfollow the account because of this. <laughs> oh, that's not. It's really good. It's I, a I DV, it's a Blu-ray, Steve. Yeah. Where am I gonna watch it? <laughs> you don't have a you don't have a laser disc player? A laser disc player. No, I don't have a laser disc player. You're absolutely right. They're as big as the room. <laughs> you don't have a beta you don't have a Betamax? It's a CD player, Jules. It doesn't play albums, it plays CDs. <laughs> was it HD C D? Was that the, the rival? HD HD DVD. HDDVD was, was the one that lost out. <laughs> uh, li listen, B B Billy, before you sing us out, I do have to give, and I should have done this earlier, and I'm sorry I did not do this, Ryan, but I got to give a big shout out to my son, Ryan, who I took golfing with me on Sunday, and he recorded his first legitimate par. Legitimate. It was on a 110-yard hole. He hit hybrid, and he had a two-putt, and uh, it went in. The group behind us cheered for him. 
it was it was a wonderful moment for him and myself. I was very proud of him. And uh, congratulations, awesome. big guy. Proud of you. Help drive. It it was he he, and he beat not only me, but my nephew, who was a legitimate golfer. He beat us both on that hole legitimately, three nice. to fours. Wow, fantastic! Big Ryan. props to Ryan. Nice job. Big big. Get rid props. of that fucking hat. <laughs> All right, Billy, sing us out. Kid wears a fucking Phillies hat just to piss everybody off. I wasn't pissed off. How are you not? It's a Phillies hat, Nick. It wasn't a Flyers or Eagles hat. Doesn't matter. It's the whole fucking city. Can go suck a dick.